0: It's Sabrina with Sharika, E.B., and a juicy episode that is jam-packed. It's all for you when you chill with the Kickback.
1: What's good, Kickback family? It's another edition, and we are getting closer and closer to the end of an unprecedented, and I probably would say for some of us, an unwanted year. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying unwanted because it's probably a blessing in disguise for some people. In some highs that. Definitely has happened, I know, in my life, and I hope in yours as well. Not high as I'm, like smoking, but high as I'm, like <laughs> success and joys, people. Like, I, kn- I know how y'all get out there. Live y'all life, though. Be great. Mm. We're going to just go ahead and start it off. Like, how y'all doing? Like, temperature check, Sabrina, Sharika? Where we at this week?
0: Question. What is the social etiquette when it comes to talking about all the blessings of 2020? Because Cardi B, when she was asking, is she can buy the 88? thousand dollar purse we were jumping down her throat so are we allowed to say it was good for me though or i'm good though Ooh. of
1: course you are so people got to remember and like i don't know i guess it's part of what our temperature to check or early conversation my take from the cardi b situation is though she did post it on i believe her ig and i think she posted a comment on twitter about it she was speaking to her like i think i might be wrong but i think she was talking to her rich people her wealthy friends when she asked that question, am I good? So when she spent her 80,000 on her bag, that's like you going to your Chick-fil-A.
2: Everything don't need to be for public consumption. Everybody don't need to know your business because then when you let everybody know your business and now they mad at you, then you mad. Just keep it to yourself and enjoy.
1: That's the whole point of social media is to engage other people. Is
2: that the point? I don't know.
1: That's definitely the point to engage people, you know, ask what's on your mind. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: true. Or at least on but Facebook, then, it ask what's then on then your don't mind. don't
2: get mad if you get that negative energy. Be like, well, this is part of the engagement that I got. <laughs> that
1: is true, right? Because some people learn, right, the rules of engagement. Everybody's rules of engagements are different. Like, you can say whatever you want, but you can't get upset with how people respond. But that's on both sides right? She can talk, mm-hmm. ask the question, can I buy this bag? And then other people like, oh, you
2: crazy. There's people out here homeless and people, da-da-da-da-da. People was homeless. There was, was going to be homeless when she had that bag or without the bag, with the 80 grand in her account or on the bag. Did can
0: you say, well, say the poor will always be with you? I won't. They did.
2: She <laughs> sure did.
1: <laughs> I would say the sure thing did. I didn't, I didn't appreciate because again, you can't control what people post. And this is in no way trying to filter my dog, Cardi B. But at any level of your life, whether you're a celebrity, a YouTuber, a average Joe, a average Jane, average Jill, whoever you claim to be within yourself, if you are the celebrity in your family, right, or you're like our president and you're the celebrity in chief, you can be whatever you are. I don't think she had the post all the time she done gave different charities money and all the stuff that she's been doing. Now, I would say that part is not everybody's business. Now, maybe, because, like, people got to remember. That's the
2: part that you, so you don't want them to post about the charities, but you want them to post about the bag?
1: I didn't say I wanted her to post about the bag. I just don't care about the bag. Because people got to remember, like, one, she can post whatever she wants. She grown. But people got to remember how she came to be who she is today. Like, this Mm -hmm. is the same stripper, right? This (laughs) is the same star dance, whatever you want to call her bottle person, this the same one who used to kiki and kaka on social media all day with everybody. That was her rise to fame. So in her mind, I might be wrong because I'm not she's not in my circle, but I'm assuming when she asked that, that was the similar of her asking people five, six, seven years ago before she got on I'm like, hey, should I go out tonight? Hey, should I do this Vine video? Hey, should I do this sketch? Like this is her crowd. These are the people who help her be who she is today. So I thought she was coming off like y'all my people and y'all been my people. Now, some mm. people, their pockets ain't nowhere near hers, and they feel like that's the same Cardi who was broke with them. She <laughs> elevated, and they stayed where they at. And now they like, nah, I can talk to you however I want because I saw your blow up. But I might be wrong. I don't know. i just saying I mind the charity post because it's just like you don't have to prove no point to these people.
2: Read the room. Know your audience. That's how I feel. DJ Envy, he usually does it 12 Days of Christmas with his wife where he always buys her you know, different gifts or does different things. And they always post about it. They've made a little special post this year. We will not be doing the 12 days of Christmas because we understand the climate out there. People, you lost their jobs, even though people lost their jobs last year, but they were like, you know what, with the way the things are this year, we just don't find that this might be the right time to be doing this. So we won't be posting that and we will be trying to find ways this year to help people. And we're not posting that either. But just to let you know, don't look for it.
0: I feel like EB gave me permission to say I've been having one of the best years of my life. I'm doing so, so great. I just feel so extremely blessed. I'm laughing because I have nervous laughter and saying that. Because like Shrika said, I do read, you know, the atmosphere. And I know people have had it really, really hard. And I haven't. And there's a little bit of guilt associated with it. It's like, you know, I didn't lose my job. My pay didn't get cut. You know, I just got married and I was able to enjoy time with my husband. And I love this time of year. And I'm just watching the Christmas movie, whatever the perfect temperature is. That's how we, that was a really long way just for me to say, I'm at the perfect temperature. I'm doing great. And the introvert in me is so happy that I don't have to do all these social gatherings and et cetera. I'm doing just enough for the energy that I have, and I am loving it.
2: I will say, Sabrina, don't feel guilty. There's always going to be sad moments when you're having your joys. someone's going to be having their lows. And when then you're laughing, you're low, somebody else is going to be having their joys. That's the beauty of life. So when you're having your high moments, I say thoroughly enjoy them because that's what they're there for. I am doing, well, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. And for that reason, I'm going to look on the bright side and be like Sabrina and be grateful and joyful at a good 92 degrees. I'm just looking forward to all the things to celebrate. Time off of work, time with family, trying to reconnect with people that We've all just been hitting and missing each other because things have just been so busy and crazy. I'm grateful for this time and this season, so I'm doing well. EB, how are you doing? What temp are you at today?
1: I'm doing good. I would say I'm about at an 84. Clouds are slightly out. Sun is beaming through and I'm feeling good and feeling great. Things are swell in my world. I know all of y'all don't listen to the podcast when it drop on Saturdays, but just so you know, December 21st is my birthday. Praying God that I just make it to this new chapter in my life 2020 has been again unprecedented and unwanted in some ways for me but it also has been a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. like when you can just get a moment when you can relax and I say relax as in like you got forced to calm down and like I'm not saying that the pandemic has been great or the pandemic like it's like Sabrina mentioned earlier some people have had some form of negative impacts of what COVID has brought to us but some days I feel like this was God saying Earth, y'all doing a little too much, and y'all need to calm down, and if you don't want to calm down, I'm going to find a way to make sure you calm down. It's like being a kid when you get a whooping, and it's like you all hyper, you jumping up and down in the house, and your mama or your daddy look at you and say, I'm going I'm to make you sit down, and then they just pull out a belt, and they don't even whoop you, they just put the belt on the, on the couch with them. So you see, you make eye contact with the belt of just like, all right, let me go ahead and get right. And you just sit down and watch TV. And I'm saying a normal child, but like a well-behaved child, a well-mannered child. But things are good. Just getting ready for my birthday. Like Sharika said, getting ready for Christmas, getting ready for just life. About to be done with work for the year. So that's a plus too. Like, like, well, I'm just about to walk out of the office sometime this weekend and just like, Y'all really not going to see me until 2021. Yep. So yeah, that's how I'm doing. Well, Sharika, today, who we got? Who who we bringing to the table?
2: I'm going to invite the parents to the table because Christmas is here. And I just want to have the parent breathe in and breathe out. I know this can be a very stressful time for some parents. You're trying to get the gifts that you want for your kids. And now it's COVID. So I'm sure you don't want to be out in these streets, raving these stores. You're trying to be online trying to buy the things. And then I know, you know, we all got financial responsibilities. Maybe this ain't the year for you. Maybe you've lost your job. Or maybe, you know, finance is just tough. So I just want to shout out our parents out there who are doing their best to make this a wonderful Christmas for their family, for their children, because I can't understand or imagine the pressures that some of these parents have to go through at this time. Or maybe you're a parent and you're out there just killing it. Like my sister-in-law who been shop at the beginning of November, she always got her stuff in order and in right. And so she be on it. So shout out to those parents too who just been planning or who who put a little money aside every month, just so that they can make sure their Christmases are taken care of. Shout out to all the parents, wherever you are in your state of mind, wherever you are in your state of Christmas. Shout out to you because I know this time ain't easy for y'all. So I just want to thank y'all for, you know, doing the best for you and your family. So shout out parents great job keep up the good work instill peace and love into your children and gratefulness into them not always about the gifts
1: nah, no definitely, definitely. Little
2: Psa for the parents
1: shout out to the parents definitely blessed for mine, my dad and my late mama. Definitely mm-hmm. made a big and a huge impact. My dad continued to make an impact in my life. So yeah, yeah. shout out to all the parents and the parents who wasn't like, who not mine biologically, who's just been part of my life in some way, shape or form, or even parents who I know and I'm watching the way that they're handling their kids, definitely giving me some forms, for mm-hmm. some of them at least, inspiration or motivation of like how I would lead if yeah. God bless me and the wife with youngins or whatnot. So yeah, keep doing y'all yeah. thing. And the ones who show me not how to do it.
2: Exactly. Like, like
1: I won't be that yeah. guy. Or, or that anything. gal.
2: Yep, totally. No few parents, I'm like, yeah, that ain't the move for me. But God bless them. In the spirit of Christmas, did you believe in Santa as a child? Or still maybe right now? I don't know. I'm not judging.
0: My parents made it very clear that they were Santa. In the late summer, early fall, we go down to the Walmart and pick out, like, our three gifts, and they were put on layaway. And okay. then, honestly, we would forget about them. Do y'all even remember layaway? That was a I remember the ne- concept. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I remember that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, that tells you a little bit about the of background that came from. Honestly, I would always forget what I picked out and what I put on layaway. And then at Christmas, those gifts would be there. I understand why my parents were like, we are Santa and this is what it is. They didn't want us probably to feel let down or anything because you know, our behavior thinking, oh, how come Santa didn't visit us in the hood? It wasn't like that. We already knew the financial situation. My parents were always telling us we were poor, but I never felt poor. We always had food. Like I did all the things, but looking back, oh yeah, we were definitely poor. But I just had such a great childhood and great fun and really, I can't think of things that were like, denied, like I took dance lessons, but we were poor. You know what I'm saying? Like oh it was what it was. But anyway, when it came to Santa, we already knew what was up. It was Santa mommy, Santa daddy. And that was
2: <laughs> that.
0: Not Santa but, baby. <laughs> no, there are no Santa baby. It doesn't matter if I was good all year. If, if it wasn't put on that layaway, you won't go get it. And that was that. Oh. That being said, if I ever have children, I would love for them to have that opportunity to believe in Santa. I just love just that magic and excitement. And even though like in my family, we knew what it was, but we would still leave cookies and milk. You know, we would watch them. I know just because we'd go through the missions together. And I wish I could have gone through those missions and really believed. They didn't give me a chance to be let down at school. That was a really long way to say, there was no Santa in uh, in our house
2: outside no, of
0: the that, w-
1: that wasn't a long way of saying it. I just know if you are trying to give your future kids the experience of Santa Claus, you and Doug better never let them be around me. Because I'm going <laughs> to let them know that e. Santa ain't real.
0: E. I literally am not a violent person, but I will go into my Sharika energy and machine. You. <laughs> you, you. can't do
2: that, Evie. You can't ruin Santa. Santa for someone else's kids—that's not your place. No, why is not my place? How you gonna control what I do? that's me for children. Tell
0: us why you feel so strongly about children not believing in Santa.
1: I am about kids, children, grown people, because there's still some grown people who play yeah. this game too. <laughs> it's a lot of grown people. You better, Sabrina. I know you on me on social media like that. You be in and out but you will see some grown folks who older than me, you and Sharika, who will go tooth and nail and fight about Santa Claus being there, present in their home. But for me, I am strongly against it. Ain't no way in the opposite of heaven am I gonna allow a child of mine or any child of someone who I know and I love that is a big fat white man with some reindeers flying over the moon Dropping off gifts at these people's house, and it's nothing wrong with fat people, it's nothing wrong with white people. It's just this is story is way too random that I'm gonna allow it to be in the thought process of this child's head. We already allowed them to watch cartoon and their imagination gets to go. We're not gonna have these kids running around here thinking that it's this random guy hopping in their house dropping off gifts. Oh
0: my you know, god! We, we're just
1: not gonna do that. Santa to-
0: was actually Turkish, so he probably had more of a tannish. Skin color. I just want to put that out
1: there. <laughs> we know that. But what's the Santa Claus that you see in the movies? Or at the ball? Oh, my goodness. Right. I don't even talk about the ball.
0: Evie, have you ever thought about it from the point of view of it's not so much them believing in the man, but just that spirit of giving? And once again, the power of one. Think about Mother Teresa or um, Nelson Mandela, one person, one man decided to do this good thing for his community and it impacted the world. Now across the world, there's so many different versions of Santa. So if anything else, maybe just have your kids believe in just that spirit of giving and doing the most good for your community. Okay, let's say we get to that point and I'm on my mom and I'm like, y'all, it's Santa Sabrina and Santa Deggy, but I'm gonna say the spirit of Santa came upon us and now we're gonna be ringing bells here or we're gonna be volunteering here just like Saint Nicholas who was a real person.
1: He definitely was a real person. And we good with him being a real person. And I'm just going to let them know the story. I would let them know the story of St. Nicholas, but I'm just saying it's this random guy who dropping off gifts or us leaving some Oreo double stuffed cookies with some Velda Farms milk waiting on him. We okay. ain't doing all of that. Like who ate the milks the next morning? Who ate the chips Ahoy?
0: I know y'all are going to think this is crazy. Even though I've always known Santa wasn't a thing, like the cookies and milk would still be gone the next day. Like my parents would just eat them. And my parents would still hide gifts. Honestly, I just told Doug the other day, I think the gifts were in the trunk because me or in the attic because me and my brother CJ were like less than two years apart. We would always try to find the gifts. It was still exciting. And we had the merriest Christmas and the happiest, you know, memories, you know, for the most part, even though. Sorry, I just remembered. Some of the Christmases were fun. Even though we didn't believe in Santa, it's fun. Now the Easter bunny, that's dead. I'm not doing that with my (laughs) kids. Because unlike santa being a real person who changed the world saint nick the bunny thing i what what am i going to say there's a real bunny and we're selling yeah, and i'm more so on the <laughs> resurrection sunday i know that we stole that kind of holiday from the pagans but you know what it's ours now and i'm just going to lean more towards my christian roots with the easter thing but the santa thing no I have Jesus, and I have Santa, and no one can take that away from me.
2: So I'm Jesus, guessing you did not Santa. believe in Santa,
1: EB. No, I didn't believe in Santa Claus. I will also say that, because everybody's right, part of who you are, I feel, not everybody, but I would assume, um, part of who you are today is part of your upbringing. You me being the last of 13, any idea of having some form of Santa Claus beliefs or notion Your siblings
2: in one-handed. my mind,
1: siblings been killed that. So like, <laughs> it wasn't even a thing like, and also like, as Sabrina mentioned a little bit earlier, as far as layaway, right. I remember going with my mom or my dad, like being the youngest, I was just always hopping in the car and riding along. Like usually we wasn't really picking out our own toys, but it would be like big gifts for the family. Like, Hey, this video game or these three or four bicycles or these shoes or whatnot, or this big screen. TV for one of the kids' rooms or from one of my siblings' rooms. And you'll see them making these either weekly or monthly payments, however they set up their, I guess you could say, a layaway plan. So, nah, it wasn't a thing in, at the crib. It just wasn't. Um, we wasn't doing no mall pictures with Santa, none of that. Like, I would say growing up, low key used to get jealous because you got like the middle school, you say, oh, you got a picture with Santa Claus. Like, and then for us, that wasn't even a thing. Like, ain't no Santa Claus, like, mom and daddy Santa Claus you can going take a picture okay. on their lap. How about you? <laughs> How about you, Sharika? How-
2: I don't remember ever believing in Santa. I don't remember ever there being a conversation about Santa. But my parents would. They would put, like, under our tree, it would be gifts. It would say, from mom and dad, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they would sign a gift from Santa. But we it was just, like, the spirit. It was, like, I never really thought, oh, Santa brought me a gift. It was just, like, oh, ha, 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 from Santa. And that was it. I will not be telling my kids about Santa either, though. I might do the same thing my parents did. Mom and dad, and oh, here's a cute little gift from Santa. Ha, ha, ha. There is joy, and there is all the things, and I don't feel like I missed out on one inch of any of that. We didn't leave no milk and cookies, nothing. It wasn't like I even think my parents were mad at Santa. They were like, we spent our money. We bought the gifts. We'll put our names in that fact. Sabrina, I will say, you can have Santa and Jesus. If we want to point to the one man who really did all the things, we can just say, Jesus, he did all the things. He was the one man that came and spread blood and died for our sins and did all the yeah, things. Yeah, like,
0: Jesus, I'm not going to tell my kids Jesus brought them the Barbie doll no, no,
2: not the Barbie doll, but I'm just saying, you were saying that you want the spirit, this one guy who came and did all these things. When you were talking about that, I literally was like, that sounds like Jesus to me. And I love the ideas of like what you were saying. Like, I want my kids to volunteer and do things and to not be ungrateful and to not always expect, but to always, you know, want to give as well. But I don't really think I'm going to waste my time on a Santa. Like, I don't want, I'm never going to ruin Santa for anybody else. I just don't think I'm going to have a conversation. Like, I'm not going to tell them about Santa. I'm just going to let them be living their lives because I don't remember a conversation about Santa. I'm so just going to be like... You're
0: watching the Christmas movies and Santa's in there and they're like five. Both of y'all are just going to be like, it's just a movie. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. It's, it's, you want me to
1: yeah, lie to my like, kids?
0: Like, I
2: just don't like... I You need a lot of your
0: kids, trust me.
2: I don't remember That's it being not. a thing. Like, I just don't think my parents made it a thing. It wasn't like Santa's bad or Santa's good. It was just like, oh, it's, you know, it was just there. It was like we would see it in the movie and, of course, but we never told, like, other kids, oh, there's no Santa. Like, it was just like, yeah, I might have done a a mall picture maybe once when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't even remember. But I don't think I would be doing that either. I'm not waiting in the lines. I'm not putting my kid on some old man's lap. Unless, now, if we had a Santa at church, maybe. But I'm not going out of my way to find Santa and put my child on Santa's lap. I am not
0: I am and I'm going to be dressing my child as an elf and
2: I just feel like I'm that part I might dress them up or something I don't care about
0: that so special and it's so sweet and you only get it once and I feel like there are just some things I wish I had I feel like I was an old soul for so long yeah Even you know. People talk about the birds and the bees. And I cannot remember a single conversation where my parents sat me down and said, these are the birds and bees. But I can remember as young as first grade, I just knew what that was. And it just, I don't even know how I knew. And maybe I blocked that memory. There are just so many things that I hope if I ever have, yeah, that I get to protect and just make like I want them to have mm-hmm. the innocence and that sweetness of being a child for as long mm-hmm. as possible. Because the three of us know once that adulthood <laughs> hits, there's no once you start working for the rest of your life. Once you, you know, once they don't believe in Santa, once and it's like they're five, why do they have to have the quote unquote burden of not believing in Santa or not just, you know, what? Why not? They're little. It's
2: cute. It's fun. I don't mind. I mean, I say do it in your household. Do what you want. I'm not telling my kids about Santa. And I'm also going to tell my kids, you don't tell other people's kids there's no Santa. If they believe in Santa, let them believe. You can't do that, right? Because...
1: So with that logic comes, who draws the line of quote unquote, a sense of morality of what you share, with people's kids, because if he acting a fool or she acting a fool, no, no, no. If he or she is acting a fool, you would expect somebody to be like, well, you're the adult. You're in the room. Why didn't you stop that? Right. So who draws that line? How is that? They're not
2: misbehaving. Their parents told them about Santa. That for them to believe, you can't untell them what their parents then told now you're gonna call their parents a liar no now i'm not calling their parents a liar them. yes because they said santa's real and then like but uncle eb said that santa's not real mommy so are you lying or is uncle eb Well, no,
0: in that case i'll just be like that's why uncle eb gets coal in his stockings <laughs> he doesn't believe <laughs> Listen, you guys, i can't help myself i'm a theater person i love the stories I love just creating those little moments, even though they're false. It's the same reason you guys love movies and watch TV. That escapism can be great. So yeah. I will give that to my kids. And then when they're older, they can be like, you lied. And I can be like, yes, I did. <laughs> so and question before, before
1: we go to the next question, Sabrina, what would you say is that age of like, I won't say necessarily innocence, but where would be that time when you'd be like, Uh, I can keep it real with them
0: now. Yeah, it's so hard to say, because like I said, I was an old soul and my parents start to keep it real with me when I was very young, but I could take it. You know how kids love to do the make believe games when Mm -hmm. they're just outside and be like, let's play Power Rangers. I'd be like, but we're not Power Rangers. So like I just was never like that. But I hope my kids are like that. I think I'll just be able to tell. And I think kids tell you, too just the way they move the way they talk like if my kid is like even nine or eight and they come to me and be like santa's not real i'm not gonna be like you must believe i'm gonna be like now i'll have the conversation but when they're ready to stop believing they can stop believing but i'm not gonna say like oh when they're 15 if they still believe now that's too far i'll let it ride i can't wait
1: I can't wait either because what's going to happen is <laughs> your little one going to come home from school crying because the kid next to him or her going to be like, Santa ain't real. And then they're going to be having a boohoo tear fest.
2: Mommy, why I'll did you say ready. that to me? I'll be
0: ready. And then when they're older, they can tell the story. I remember when I found out Santa wasn't real.
2: <laughs> It'll be great. It'll help develop their character. Mm, can't wait. You said your parents hid the gifts. So on Christmas morning, was there surprise all these gifts was there gifts coming out slowly was they like what was the gift situation when we
0: were younger it was definitely a surprise situation and it was so fun
2: so, so all leading up to christmas no gifts just christmas morning gifts
0: well no leading up to christmas sometimes there would be gifts like maybe from an uncle or if you got a gift from a friend or from school okay. or from church it go under but Christmas morning in our house, there was always the addition. Even when we got older, just as siblings, we hide gifts from each other. Sometimes we'd be up with one sibling wrapping the present for parents. And then, you know, they get a surprise too. So that element was always there. That kind of magic of Christmas morning was definitely there. And I would
2: love to repeat that tradition. And I also heard that some people says that Santa would only bring one gift and that gift would be unwrapped. Because that's Santa's gift. EB, in your family, was their gifts like accumulating in the season or just on Christmas morning?
1: So how I had preluded earlier with telling y'all that my birthday is December 21st. And I'm going to keep on reminding y'all throughout this mm. episode that that's I won't birthday. forget. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, but like it just depends on the relative. Most times for my mom and dad, they would ask me, do you want your gifts on Christmas or do you want it on your birthday? And that's why sometimes I hate my birthday because it was like. Easter, so you got like,
2: one or the other.
1: Sometimes depending mm-hmm. on the mood they was feeling or in my mind now that i get older it depends on what the budget was like because okay. like my mom and dad was kind of like it wasn't necessarily we wasn't broke we didn't really go without but they was mm-hmm. like if the money wasn't there the money wasn't there like it's really nothing they could do they were not here jacking and robbing people or whatnot mm-hmm. make ends meet for their children but it would just be like on my birthday sometimes they'd be like here go two gifts hey this is for your birthday this is for christmas and then other times they'd be like, the other thing that you wanted, or the thing that you want to put on Leo Way, or the thing that we have, that's for Christmas. That's not for da 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 da. Or your shoes, you're getting them on Christmas, and your clothes, you're getting them on your birthday. And I'm like, but that's one outfit. Like, everybody else got both of their stuff on their birthday. Like, why well, I gotta wait? <laughs> like, they got their shoes and their clothes on their birthday. Now, mine's get divided <laughs> and split up, like, like a baby getting cut in half type of deal. So it just depends. And then for one of my siblings, or actually two of them, the two older sisters, they both stayed away. And I'm saying away, like they didn't stay in the house with us. So growing up, they would come like always like Christmas Eve. It'll be Christmas Eve or Christmas when we'd get them.
2: My parents would just, as they wrapped the gifts, they would just start putting them under the tree. So like we would be seeing them there, like just, you know, the gifts getting more and more, but we never opened them. We never tried to, we never snuck or anything. I don't know if we were scared or if we were just like wanted the surprise on Christmas morning. Now there might be some gifts there that we didn't see you know maybe they had some last minute ones but as my parents wrapped they threw them under the tree because I guess they didn't have to keep the, the pretense of Santa we would just see them we'd be like oh what's that we we'll you be looking and so excited but I never you know tried to open anything or anything like that so we talked about our Thanksgiving meal and Sabrina you said your family's pretty much the same meal that you have for Thanksgiving was Christmas meal or no? No, Evie said that. Sabrina, what's your Christmas meal looking like?
0: Usually it involved a Christmas ham. Mm -hmm. We will not disrespect Christmas by running back turkeys, okay? (laughs) You guys, don't do that. It's not okay. (laughs) It's Christmas ham for a reason. So we have Christmas ham, and then the sides. Honestly, the sides were kind of familiar. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because the corn pudding, I would run that back. When I was younger, my mom would make potato salad. I'm trying to think; it's hard, but I feel like in my family, I'm probably one of the only ones who like. I like routine in my life. I like Mm -hmm. tradition. I remember the first year my mom didn't make the potato salad. And literally I was just like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you making it? We always have it. Did it, you know, like I was that child, like I'm probably still a little bit like that. Yeah, honestly, Sharika, I talked a lot of trash, but it was basically the same meal, but the main meat was different. And the Mm -hmm. desserts were different.
2: The desserts were more Christmassy. We had pretty much, like I said, the same meal, but one Christmas when I was older, probably, so this was probably in the let I don't think I was married. So maybe like five years ago, it was just my little immediate family, my mom, my dad, and my brother and I, we decided we wanted to do a seafood. So we had crab, shrimp, scallops, macaroni and cheese, plantain, of course, because, you know, we island people. So we got to have the plantain. And don't ask me how plantain, macaroni and cheese, and seafood work. It just does. They be having that at the um Asian buffet. So, you know, it worked. That was a good Christmas. Last year, my mom made seafood mac and cheese. So she put the seafood in the mac and cheese, but we had the regular stuff. Like she put shrimp and crab, meat in the mac and cheese and it was good but it wasn't mac and cheese it was just it was a seafood mac and cheese so it wasn't the exact vibe of the regular mac and cheese but it was still good younger I really am was a traditional person and I still am and I do like traditions but when it's just like the four of us in our family or now just my husband I'm cool with mixing it up with the food there's certain things I don't like mixing up my mom told me this year that my dad got all these new ornaments on the Christmas tree. I'm not here for it. My dad don't listen to this podcast, so I I can say how I feel. (laughs) Where's my baby ornaments, daddy? Where are my little ornaments from when I was a kid? I want to see those on the trees. I don't care how beautiful these new ornaments are. My little Sunday school teacher, from what I've heard, made a little baby ornament for me. It had my name on it and a little baby in a cradle. And I want little nutcracker, Gold thing with my brother's ornament when he was young. I want all the traditional ornaments. I don't care about no fancy new bulbs. I don't care about those things. I want my family ornaments. And another thing, my mom wants to give me my ornaments. No, no, no. Those don't come to my house. Those are at your house. When I come there, I want them on the family tree, not at my home tree. Now to you and your food situation. Sorry for
1: so, my tangent. No, you're good. You're good. Hopefully you get your baby ornament on the Please
2: seat. bring them back.
1: I would say for me, the food is similar to what I talked about the last one on the pod. Just going to have rice, have different uh-huh. types of meats, some beef, some ham, some chicken, some pork. Actually, oh, we had something very, very interesting and we're running it back for Christmas. I tried it once before and it was disgusting. But I tried it again, and my cousin did her thing with it. Okay. We had curry lamb.
2: Okay. And the last
1: time I had lamb, it was like rough as can be. Like, I felt <laughs> like I was biting it to my belt. But this time, when I mean this thing was on, people who know me know me. You know I'm a picky eater. Like, I'm okay with eating rice, beans, and chicken for the rest of my life. Like, I would be completely fine with that. So, trying new things is very, very difficult for me but the mm-hmm. way i saw one of my cousins devour this piece of lamb i said i know our taste was not the same but everybody tastes wasn't different mm-hmm. but as quick as he did it i was just like this thing looked like him just getting the best rib in the world and he just the lamb was falling off the bone and all so i was like yeah my cousin definitely gotta run this back for christmas and she said
2: do you eat goat yes is lamb similar to goat? yay or nay yay i love curry goat the water i love all the goat i've had lamb chops but I've never had a curry lamb. She
1: had the curry lamb was on point. So we'll have that again. We will have some ham with, the, of course, a little pineapple stuff. We mm-hmm. might have some turkey, too. Sabrina, I know the danger thing to have turkey at Christmas. Like, leave that in Thanksgiving. But mm-hmm. you know me, I only eat turkey in November. So if they do have it, I won't be eating it. But it'll likely be on the table. And then, you know, the different greens that people normally have. Mm-hmm. Collard greens, lovely baked beans, green beans. I don't know, whatever you eat. I think it will be similar to what we have for thanksgiving nobody died nobody got sick there was no food poisoning so sounds like it'd be you just run it again
2: sabrina says she was waiting till after thanksgiving to start her christmas music do you have your favorite christmas songs
1: of course you have the normal if you go with the you know joy to the world the heart the heralds really silent night joy to the world is my favorite song like i can listen to that all day every day
2: favorite song period Not for christmas period. yeah Oh, Christmas song. Like
1: Christmas, not my favorite song, period. Nah, I, got, come on, I got a whole wretched side that'll be, like Dear Mama probably will be my favorite song ever that I can listen to over and over again. Shout out to Tupac, whoever he's at, because mm-hmm. I don't believe he did. My best Christmas song, or one of my favorites, is Joy to the World, just because of the excitement. And for those of you who have never heard Joy to the World, unspeakable joy version, you're going to hear a whole nother upbeat version, and you'll be like, oh, EB, you put me on the sun. Shout out to the Destiny Childs. They're eight days till Christmas. Oh.
2: Now that one rock,
1: I like the music video of that one just because I don't know who that random dude was that was on <laughs> Beyonce and Kelly, but I'm just like, who is this guy? Like, and I'm not saying I has to be a celebrity, but he just looked it so random. Like, he looked like he was in the store that day they were shooting that video, and it was just like, "Hey, do you want to be in our video?" That's the way it looked. Probably was. I don't know.
0: I don't know if you guys remember Avalon. Their Christian, yes, I, I do. Can bring it on the Christian radio station. I love their version of Jesus born on this day. I don't know if I know that. I know. What's their names? Avalon. Mariah Carey does a version of this song too, though. But I. No disrespect. I don't want the Mariah Carey fans coming for me, but I prefer Avalon's version of this song. And I like Merry Christmas, War is Over. And of course, it would not be Christmas if I didn't hear the Temptations version of Silent Night. I made sure to run that back every Christmas Eve as well. So between that and Jesus Born on This Day, I don't even know why I said Merry Christmas War is over. I just like that song. And I think I kind of panicked and just said another song that I like. But I love those two. Jesus Born on This Day, The Temptation Silent Night, Oh and Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Okay, I'm done
2: for real now. What about you, Shrika? It feels like every year there's one Christmas song that like stands out to me for the season and I love it just that season. Haven't gotten my one for this year, but there's always the standard. But I love straight, no chasers. I love their 12 days of Christmas. I love the Andy Williams, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I feel like there's like a good 20 or less Christmas songs and then everybody just does those same songs Over and over and over again. So some of you got to be specific. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You. Love that song. Don't ever get tired of that song. And then for my religious side, I love me some Here With Us by Joy Williams. I love, love, love that song. And uh, Jars of Clay's Wonderful Christmas Time. So those are like my two of my favorite like religious Christmas songs. So last thing, Christmas movies. What's your top three Christmas movies? The Santa Claus. Even though I'm not telling my kids about Santa, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, number one, the first one. I love that movie. That's like one of my favorite Christmas movies. My other favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone Two, not number one. Home Alone number two. Watch that every year. Well, another one of my favorite Christmas movies is Last Holiday, Queen Latifah. That's the only one I, of the three that I haven't watched so far this season. But those are like my three favorite Christmas movies. There's other ones that I love too, but these are like my three favorite ones.
1: Favorite Christmas movie? I would have to say. I know you say Home Alone Two, but I'll say Home Alone and Home Alone Two. I feel like they come as a package. I'm like I feel like you have to know both to understand them but i would say in that order as well home alone mm-hmm. and then home alone too i know a lot really? of people home alone too is their favorite but yep. that's on them two thumbs up for you guys
0: <laughs> home alone Two with the bird lady it is depressing what
1: so like that's the part that really throws me <laughs> off because i don't understand that whole scene like it's like it's a couple scenes in there that i'm just I like love that
0: how part. is this the no. favorite
1: for people like home alone better Never.
0: Phil, He reads her for filth and it's so sad. He's like, it's not, I do didn't think look like this and maybe herself. You have some you have I some children. like that, life. Sabrina. How are you to say it, Sharika? He was just, just like, listen, me. how would you feel if a little boy was like, honestly, sis, the way you carry yourself? <laughs> I, it's scary. So it's a no for me. That
2: is what she needed to hear. She was all sad and lonely. And now he's telling her, well, if you didn't look like this and then had the bird poop all over you, maybe people wouldn't be wanting to talk to you. She needed that dose of truth. And he said it very sweetly. I thought he said it so nice and kind. When's the last time you watched the movie, Sabrina? Maybe you remember it. Um, Sharika,
0: in my ears, the truth is always sweet and nice and kind. I just love trees, but that's just my personality. You can serve it to me hot, cold. It's sweet because it <laughs> helps you get to the change. But yeah, that movie, I'm like, oh, it's just like my mom's favorite Christmas movie It's A Wonderful Life. It's trash. It's not even a Christmas movie. It is a very depressing movie. And just because the last scene is set during Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. I can put a Christmas tree in any scene in life. That doesn't make it a Christmas scene. <laughs> oh, I hate that movie. Uh, it's have you, Have you guys ever seen it?
2: That's the one where the guy tries to kill himself? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I barely, I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. I vaguely remember the end of the movie. And I remember something about him trying to kill himself like jump off a bridge or something but that's all uh,
0: I, I might be wrong on that i just remember it being really sad and then the last scene there was kind of resolution kind of not like the person who stole the money from him i think they ended up getting away with it and it was just like it's fine because it's christmas i'm like <laughs> it sucks and i can't
2: even tell you to
1: be honest So for me i would say home alone and home alone too then just because I know some people out there are going to be like, that's not even a Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas movie for me because of just the way that story plays out and the time that it is, Trading Places. Y'all can check that movie out.
0: Oh, I know it. It's very good. Okay,
1: so Trading Places, and then like... Since
0: wait a minute, wait a minute. That one got the boobies in it though, don't it?
1: <laughs> it a lot of stuff in
0: there. <laughs> I only seen it
2: one time and it, was I saw
0: it, maybe I last it year, I think, because I heard it on a podcast. Someone talked about it being a great Christmas movie. And I was like, oh, what's it ready? <laughs> but it isn't really <laughs> just wanted um, the listeners
1: well it got eddie murphy in it so you can expect what you it's eddie murphy and then the other one will probably be bad santa only because of my it. love and heart for bernie Mac.
0: Ooh, your movies we gotta uh, tell them mature tv mature i think i tried to <laughs> like bad santa once and that's it it was bad <laughs> what's wrong with it i'm just so used to like even when i was 13 my mom wasn't on pg-13 So now that I'm an adult and I'm like, ooh, I never was allowed to watch this. Let me dive in. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Her innocence is being stolen. Her innocence is being stolen. So I'm not saying (laughs) those are bad movies. I'm just thinking of them from the mindset of young me and being like, ah, would I watch this in a crowd with the youth group? Probably not.
1: Oh, no. So I wouldn't watch it with the youngins. But it's a lot of movies that I wouldn't watch with them. Only because they watch it on their own. Like I, because it's, it's some movies like you even think of like even good movies and I'm saying good movies as in like where there's not much going on but even like a movie like Soul Food, you know, that was more based on But a lot of people couldn't watch that. if You watch that movie, you're like, why y'all left me out of this? Like this part of our dysfunctional because family of the with all this. Drama. on the
2: piano.
0: Oh, see, that I have sec- that
2: movie, and now I'm like, I didn't know about. that we got the boobies, sex on piano. We do all kind of stuff on the piano. Or the window. Cabinet. It was some kind of situation, the piano
0: window no, somewhere. No, the window's Rose. Titanic, Sharika. That's when they had the hand and the coming. But I feel like there's a window in the selfie, so, too. I don't Where remember. all these the windows? Room. Me and Doug haven't found any. I was like, Whoa, what are the people <laughs> doing <laughs> with these windows? <laughs> would really, really be serving something that's not reality. I just want to take yeah. it to your patio window. <laughs> okay, on that note, EB, did you get to say all of your favorite ones? Yeah, it'll
1: be Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Bad Center, and Trading Places. That'll be like within the top. Like all the other stuff. I know people say it's a wonderful life and Charlie Brown and all trash 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 trash. (laughs) those scenes too depressing for me to call that a christmas movie
0: i like as i told you guys all of the other reindeer please watch Mm -hmm. it it's only 45 minutes on youtube but it's the best that's my number one my number two is christmas with the cranks i love comedy i love laughing and that movie is so funny and for those of you who are tim allen fans guess what The Santa is in Christmas with the crank so you get him for a little bit more green time and it's really, really good my honorable mention would be home alone i love it i like it's not christmas if i don't see at least home alone one home Alone three was trash by
2: the way oh yeah um, we don't even mention that we, mm-hmm. we really don't and there was that a four two don't four even tier. mention that one
0: yeah they should have just let it be I, my final one is the nightmare before christmas i love yeah. the music in that and it's really good oh i'm gonna say one more honorable mention because i do watch this every christmas too the Grinch with Jim Carrey I love that Christmas movie with the little girl when she sings where are you Christmas I cry every time like, yes little girl Aww. all right so those are mine that was fun. nobody loved Elf I'm not nobody. Oh, I like Elf but for me I can go Ain't through the, the Christmas fave. season and not see it and be fine I mentioned Same. the ones that like I have to see but yep. Elf is really
2: good it is there's people that just seem to love that movie. I'm like, ah, I can never see it again and, and won't miss it one bit. And then I can see it and then it won't be sad either. Did you guys yeah. ever
0: watch the Clay Nation? That was another thing that was my favorite. Oh, the movie.
2: Frosty or Ru- Rudolph? Yeah, or when
0: I-, I was home, it wasn't Christmas without seeing those. Not because I love them, but my mom did. So we were all on it. I don't think I've ever really watched them. When he's like, I Mister Heat one's at the north pole one's at the south they get into a little temperature war and then Mother
2: nature comes in it's cute in the charlie brown christmas the music in there is so good
0: speaking of boobies and sex on a piano let's go ahead and talk about mistletoe in the christmas season Mistletoe is one of the many Christmas holiday traditions that, frankly, most people do not understand, but just kind of go along with it anyway. Mistletoe's magical hold over the holiday lovers goes way back, though, to before the first office Christmas party. Side note, I have never been in a situation where, like, an office Christmas party or anything like that outside of family where if people saw mistletoe, they were just like, oh, now we have to kiss. I think that's just for the movies.
2: Yeah, I have not, but I would love to be in the situation. Not uh, anybody, what? but I, not any. Sure, <laughs> would be like no, I <laughs> no what the heck? you trying to put your lips on random people i know no, not it. random people but i would love for my husband to meet me under the mistletoe or, or you can like buy two. one and put it
1: under the like right there on your door Just, yes
2: like, i want the mistletoe experience not from a stranger though
1: okay you said it like it was from a stranger
2: but i want you the mistletoe experience i have not had it yet there are hundreds
0: of species of mistletoe that grow in trees and shrubs around the world and as such many cultures have actually worked the plant into their customs and mythology. Many ancient groups associated mistletoe with fertility, and some even considered it an aphrodisiac. The Celtics are among the first people known to ascribe a tradition to mistletoe, using it in ceremonies at least a few thousand years ago, but they didn't kiss under it. While the Greeks were known to use it as a cure for everything from menstrual cramps to, you know, thank you for putting me on with that, to spleen disorders, and the Roman naturalists noted that it could be used for, like, a bomb against epilepsy and ulcers and poisons, although what the Romans believe has been proven false, okay? The Celtics, though, believed that, especially the rare species of mistletoe that grows on oak trees, they thought that version of mistletoe had, like, sacred powers, including the ability to heal illnesses, protect against nightmares, and even predict the future. As such, they were collected during the summer and winter solstice hence they were most likely the first to use mistletoe to decorate houses around christmas time although their tradition had nothing to do with the christian holiday the tradition of kissing under the mistletoe started in an ancient greece festival and later in marriage ceremonies because of the plant's association with fertility during the roman era enemies at war would reconcile their differences under the mistletoe which to them represented peace Romans also decorated their houses and temples with mistletoe in midwinter to please their gods. There's also a Nordic myth concerning mistletoe, and it goes like this. The plant was sacred to the goddess of love, but Loki, commonly known as the god of mischief, shot the goddess of love's son with a spear and some tellings wasn't a spear, that it was an arrow carved from mistletoe. When the goddess was able to revive her son under the mistletoe tree, she decreed that anyone who stands under the mistletoe tree deserves not only protection from death, but also a kiss. In Victorian England, kissing under the mistletoe was serious business. If a girl refused a kiss, she wasn't expected to accept any marriage proposals for at least like the next year. And many people would snub their noses at her remarking that she would most likely end up an old maid. Today, we take a much more lighthearted approach to that tradition. Although many couples simply just kiss when caught standing under it, there is actually a proper etiquette. Linda Allen writes in Decking the Halls, The Folklore and Traditions of Christmas plants, that the gentleman should pluck one berry while kissing the lady on the cheek. One kiss is allowed for each berry. It should be mentioned that this plant contains toxins, though, and eating these berries can cause vomiting and stomach pain. In fact, mistletoe is probably more harmful than helpful. Deaths have been reported from drinking too much tea made from his berry. So let's just stick to kissing under it. And there you have it, folks.
2: Maybe one sure. day I will get me a little mistletoe and hang it above my doorway. Yeah, you got to kiss him for every berry on that thing, girl. I don't mind. Aww.
1: So I am expounding on some stuff that took place this week week. Last month in November, you all know, we had an election. And for some of us, we were wondering what was going to happen a month later when the Electoral College got together to vote. Well, December 14th came and it went. And on that Monday, it officially sends President-elect Joseph R. Biden to the White House, assuming the presidency after a trying election that's been marked by what well, some would consider deep divisions and a very devastating pandemic that has crippled the country and disrupted voting for many. Now, you might think I'm going to continue and talk more about the lovely electoral college process or how all of that worked out. But I'm not. I'm going to tell you about a group of people who convened themselves in Washington, D.C. late last week and over the weekend to disrupt peaceful protest and peaceful streets in the midst of this city in D.C. It was a group of people you might know them by white supremacists. You might know them by the proud boys who were told to stand back and stand by by our current president. But these individuals did what They basically bashed a lot of other people for doing the past several months. They found a way to burn property, cause some disruption to some peaceful streets. They even did something that many of us would be like, why is this even a thing or why these people have not been arrested? But this group targeted two churches. And of course, just think for a minute, what do you think those churches Comprised of within their constituents or their congregation. Black if you people. said, "Oh, there we go." If you said it, Sabrina, it's full of African Americans. Now, of course, as the pastors have mentioned, our churches are very, very diverse. But most of the people who attend our church come from the African descent. Those two churches, Ashbury United Methodist Church, which has stood at the corner of 11th and K Streets Northwest since 1830 six and is the oldest African-American church to remain at its original site. They also attacked and destroyed property on Metropolitan AME Church, where it's a series of videos depicting the violence that were posted on, you guessed it, social media on Twitter and Instagram. One incident shows the far right group known as the Proud Boys marching with a Black Lives Matter banner held above their heads as they chanted F and Tifa, and they set it on fire and they also said F the right and the left. Now, had me confused on who they were rooting for or who they wanted in office. Who do you think had a lovely tweet to promote some of this nonsense? Yeah, the former. He just said there's some good people. He didn't say good people. His tweet actually said, individuals outside the White House right now are showing you the right way to protest. They know that this election was a fraud. And they are letting you know that we are here to stay and we are here to fight. So in my mind, I would say he's supporting, I don't even know what to call it, because part of me want to call it the foolishness. Some of you want to call it the on the violence from I don't even know what side they're on. It, it, literally, I'm just speechless because if it was another group of people doing these similar acts, it would be all types of stuff posted on social media. It'd be all types of people saying this shouldn't be happening. It'd be all types of stuff on you saying this and that and the third. But when those people don't look like me, it seems that people are just like, ah, they're just them. That's just what they do. So, really, I'm just expounding on the hypocrisy by certain individuals who say that things should be done in a peaceful way. And then, When they're not done in a peaceful way, for whatever reasons, a certain group of people in our country are just quiet, they also had people saying that the DC police were protecting these individuals. How they were protecting them i'm not sure I wasn't there and I didn't take time to keep on watching the videos because I was just like it's just pointless it's just a similar cycle of just a group of people get the privilege and the honor to go one way, while others. It's just not the case for them and then the part that really took me over the edge when it said that no demonstrators were arrested over the weekend i don't know about you but when i look back to protests during the summer after situations like the video from ahmaud arbery when that came out or the video from george floyd when that came out i seen a couple of people getting arrested i've seen people posting bonds for people i've seen people celebrating them getting arrested but then another group of people do it or a white supremacists do it seems like nothing happens to them. And that's what we talk about when we talk about the inconsistencies within our lovely judicial system. For me, it's just very, very frustrating, not only on the police department in DC, but just the police department all over this country where certain things can happen for a certain group of people but that consistent behavior doesn't happen or it doesn't apply to another group of people. I'm just happy that the electoral college is over and that we do have a new president-elect who will be inaugurated next month. I'm not saying that perfection is around the corner, but I think some things are likely to get better. And part of that getting better is all of us working together without certain individuals. Really just sad and frustrated with the country that I live
2: in.
0: I did not know that that even happened, so. I appreciate you sharing that and just making us aware.
2: I'm not surprised, but you know, all we got is to hope that there's better in the future, that things will get better. Amen. Sharika, what are you recommending today? So today I'm recommending a game. I just learned it recently with my cousin. It was her birthday and she wanted the family to get together and play this game. It's called Among Us and you play it through your phone. I felt very old, I will admit. When I was trying to figure out this game, I literally went to YouTube and tried to watch several videos to learn what to do. I didn't want to come to the table unprepared and looking ignorant. So I watched several videos. I still didn't get it. It took me literally three rounds to really understand, but it was so much fun. And I would definitely recommend you checking it out. And maybe we can't all get together. This is something you can do, and you don't have to be in the same room with each other. You can do this through your phone, through the internet. If you know the game like Mafia or
1: Fortnite type Clue
2: like Mafia where you like kind of you're trying to figure out who's who and then you're suspected you got to kind of talk your way out of it I've never played Clue so I don't know but it's similar to that style of game so yeah it's called Among Us you download the app it's free on all the devices and then you play together and it was really fun and I can't wait to We play together again as family, or maybe some of my friends would want to play. So that is my recommendation for today. Sabrina, do you have a recommendation? Absolutely.
0: Making the world a brighter place, one candle at a time. You guys know I have to recommend Crossland Candles. Crossling candles are hand poured and made from dye-free soy wax and lead-free cotton wicks, y'all. I usually don't do a lot of candle stuff in my home just because I don't want the toxins and all that kind of stuff. I'm kind of hippie-ish when it comes to that sort of thing. So imagine my joy when I came across the Crossling Candle Company and their candles are so healthy for your home space. They don't have all the scary toxins in them. And the scents, you guys, Evergreen is one of the best candles I've ever smelled. And it is holiday in a candle. It's the best. Mm. So Evergreen's great. I love the Cranberry Pine. I love to do that one around the holidays. If it's not the holidays, they just came out with a new scent called Library that I love to read with. I love the (laughs) Calm Down that I love to, you know, zen out with and do my yoga with. So you guys, Crossland Candles, amazing. And a candle is a great gift too, by the way. Yes, so if you're looking it is. For a nice, affordable gift that won't mess up your work or home space with scary toxins,
2: Crossland Candles. I have been wanting to check out Crossland Candles. I always hear great things about them. So I would love to check it out.
1: Well, my recommendations is different from theirs. It's not an app. And it's not a candle not even a specific thing that you'll well it is something that you can go do it's four things and i think if you do these four things not only will we close off this year on point but you will play a part in making the world a better place people there's anything you can do for me for my birthday and like, if I'm serious, like I ask for certain things, I'd be like, oh, I want some J's. That would be great. Oh, I want you to help me pay my student loans. That'd be great. Oh, I want you to just shoot me an encouraging text or send me a Bible verse that encourages you. Maybe your life verse. That'd be great. But if you do these four things, I promise you, I will be okay with your birthday gift to me. My birthday, remember, is December the 21st. These four things. Here we go. Love God. Love people. Wash your hands. And wear a mask. Just do those four things, people. I promise you, you will play a big part in making this world a better place. Because it's more that I wanted to expound on today, people. I ain't even want to talk about the Proud Boys. I want to, forget it. I'm going to say it now because I got the time and I just, I feel like I need to say it because it's on my spirit. And I think God is telling me to say it. Do it. But people who joke around about this vaccine, people who joke around about this virus, people who joke around about life in and of itself. Life has an interesting way of showing you what karma is. And I know some people out there will be like, I don't believe in karma. Well, certain things happen to certain people. And, you know, you wish certain people the best when they go through their trials and tribulations. I hope people wish me the best when I go through my trials and tribulations. But at the same time, like I just remember growing up and I would hear my mom, I can hear her saying it now. You get what you deserve. Now, did I always agree with that statement? Absolutely not, because sometimes I don't think people get what they deserve. We just think about a lot of the stuff that we've experienced this year. I don't think a lot of people deserve what they got. But it's one of those things that sometimes you be asking, you be asking, you be asking, and then that's what happened. Or you sitting there crying, wolf in the woods, and everybody comes to help, and there's no wolf. And then the time you finally cry out and a wolf really shows up, nobody's gonna come out there and help. You. But just do those four things, and I pray that you're. Closing of this year is great, and I pray that you have a good time with your loved ones during this lovely, lovely Christmas week. As always, thanks for sticking with us through this episode. If you're down with the squad, subscribe to the pod. Share it with your people. Let them know what we recommended, what's on our mind. Send us a note or a comment. What's your favorite Christmas song? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Did we miss out on a movie that we should have said or a song that we should have said? And as always, I don't care if it's COVID, I don't care if it's white supremacists. I don't care if it's the police. I don't care if it's people who just naturally hate you. It might even be family members who are at the table with you this Christmas. But if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until next week.
2: Merry Christmas.